What's up with the iPhone SE? What's up with the iPhone 12? What's up with the 13-inch MacBook Pro? What is up? We'll talk about this and more on the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Michael Simon. Hello. And Knife Johnson. Hello. There was a report by 9to5Mac last week. I think it was Thursday. It was like a late-breaking story on Thursday night that the new iPhone SE would release was imminent and probably yeah. even happened the following Friday. Yeah, which we, <laughs> we all immediately jumped on Slack and said, well, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, yeah. Friday release. But a Friday uh, before, before anything. I mean, the, Apple's not going to come out with the new f- anything on a Friday. Right. So Friday came and went, yeah. nothing happened. So did Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday <laughs> for anyone who's keeping score. Yes. <laughs> So for a lot of people listening to this, we're recording on Wednesday, April 8th. You might be listening to this on Thursday even. That'll mean a week went by after that report. Yeah. And it's possible. I, I don't think they're going to release it on a Thursday. They no, could. Yeah. They've done it. Be, they've released products on a Thursday before, but they usually don't. Before 9 to 5 chimed in, John Prosser on Twitter said April 15th, which seemed like a, like a logical date. And then nine to five in their nine to five miss threw a monkey in the wrench and said, Oh no, it's coming out immediately. <laughs> and then they changed it and said, well, it's an Im- Im- imminently. And then they changed it and said, eh, sometime. And they, they, <laughs> they just like to be at the front of the conversation. Yeah. They knew it yes. wasn't coming out last Friday. They, they, they know these things, you know, they did have news in that story for what it's worth. Is it possible that, you know, their sources sometimes actually give false information. And there's yeah, always sure. a chance that this stuff actually changed. Like, yeah. no, I you think know, so. oh, we were going to release it, especially since there's no event. Yeah, it's like, nah, let's hold back. Yeah, yeah I mean, so. they could have gotten, you know, information that was wrong. But, I mean, not to cast aspersions on them, but I would have not used that information. Because yeah. the, 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 the chances of Apple releasing a new iPhone on a Friday are zero to zero it's just it's not going to happen yes pre-orders yes sales all that stuff because they can they announce it beforehand friday is a dead day for announcements yeah just in general not just for apple yeah right for any company in general i mean they say the the uh, friday news dump like that's when people dump news that they don't want people to read yeah not just products it's politics it's sports it's whatever it's it's, it's all that stuff like you just you don't you don't release on a friday particularly when we're in this situation that we're in and people are distracted anyway yeah no iphone se now but it's 95 story did have a whole bunch of new stuff in it that seems to be legit you know 95 has its sources and 95 when they report on something is generally either accurate or pretty close to accurate yeah the yeah, thing is, they don't necessarily get dates right. They've, they've, they've gotten them wrong in the past. They get information right. They get specs right. right. They get features right all the time. Dates, not so much. And they're not the only site that gets dates wrong. Yeah, I, A lot of true. sites that deal with rumors, people might be wondering, well, what about you guys? And Well, Macworld doesn't actually, we don't, we report on what rumor sites are reporting. We don't actually go out and try and field rumors and things like that. We don't do that at yeah. Macworld. I mean, honestly, if we got one, we probably wouldn't publish it. We don't. Yeah, yeah. I'd be really skeptical about it. I think one way to put it is we focus a lot on actual use and stuff. As opposed yeah, to rumors. right. Yeah. And if we do write a rumor, we 
write the ones that seem to be most definite. Like I'm not going to write a story on some wild rumor that was posted on Twitter. You know, Mac rumors does that. That's what they do. That's, that's, that's what Mac rumors yeah. is there for. There's and we read Mac that. rumors all the time. They're awesome. Right. They just but do we, that. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of rumors posted on that site and picked up by other sites that we just ignore because we yeah. either feel like they're not going to happen or we feel like they're not sourced enough to share with you guys. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. We do talk about them. It's just like, do we feel like writing a story about it? Yeah. <laughs> or feel it's worth it? I mean, when I was putting together this podcast, this whole podcast today is all, you know, like I said at the intro, it's basically all rumors. So we're, yeah. we're willing to talk about it, but Macworld doesn't normally source ru- rumors. You know, it's, it's just not a thing we do. It's, I don't think there's anything wrong with rumors. It's just not a thing that we do. There are other sites that are better at it than we are. We hypothesize, we take guesses, we yeah. yes. do analysis of things yes. that we see and try to surmise what's going to happen. And, you know, we're sometimes right and sometimes wrong. But as far as having sources that feed us information, uh, yeah, that's not happening. First of all, who's going to call <laughs> us anyway? <laughs> <laughs> what is this iPhone SE that's... Well, first of all, let's talk about that. that. Yeah. That's the new rumor is that it's not the iPhone 9. It's not the iPhone SE 2. It's just the iPhone SE. I saw some feedback saying, but that name's confusing. And then I just sat there and went, but we have the iPad. And, and the we iPad, have the and iMac, the iPad Air. and we have the MacBook yeah. Pro. The only products that really have this versioning are the iPhones. Yeah, it's not really confusing. And Apple did it last year. The iPad Air was retired, and they brought it back in a yeah. completely different archetype. And nobody is confused. <laughs> they just buy what's there. Yeah. You know. And like the Mac Pro, you just say the year, you know, 2020. Right. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I, the iPad Pro, the Mac Pro, the iMac, whatever it is. These numbering systems, I said it all along, the iPhone numbers was a mistake. They came out with the iPhone, then they came out with the iPhone 3G. That's not a number, that's a spec. Right. It yes. was showing that it's faster. Then the 3GS was faster than 3G, and then they said, okay, now what do we do? And then came the 4, and that, and that was it. Then all hell broke loose. <laughs> yeah, they kind of fell into like a sort of a marketing trap. Yes. Because that's what it's all about now is marketing. The names are... I'm sure Apple, if they wanted to, you know, stick with just an iPhone name, maybe they would, they would have a different name for the bigger iPhone and then they would just stick with that name consistently, but sure. they fall they fell into this marketing trap. Right. And it's not, you know, it doesn't, I don't think it necessarily helps. I don't think people even know what the hell version they have half the time. <laughs> they go in the store and they buy the new one. Like if I ask my mom what iPhone she has, she has no idea. They have the, it's the, it's the, it's the one I have. So, you know, they can come out with a new iPhone every year, just call it the iPhone and the iPhone Pro, like the MacBook and the MacBook Pro and the iMac and the iMac, every other line they have. And they wouldn't have this problem. But this is what we have. So, iPhone SE. Will return, according to 9to5Mac, and will just be called the iPhone SE. What's the speculation on the specifications of the iPhone, the new iPhone SE? That was, that was a tongue twister, room. Yeah, that it got me all kind of twisted up. <laughs> the, 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 the specs are basically, it's an iPhone 8 um, body. So it's going to have a 4.7 inch screen. It's going to have a touch ID sensor below the screen, just like the iPhone 8 does. That was the last new phone they made, Apple made, with, with a uh, home button. So it's, it's going to look like that. But on the inside, it's going to be closer to an iPhone 11. It's going to have a um, A13 bionic processor 
two gigs of RAM or maybe three gigs of RAM. Um, I think three, so more, more RAM. The camera, it's probably still going to be a single camera like the, like, like the uh, iPhone XR, um, but it'll be improved over the, over the eight and over the cell, whichever one they were using. It, it'll be the same megapixels, but, it, but it's vastly improved. It'll be able to do portrait mode and all the things that the newer phones can do. And it'll just be all around faster because it's, uh, you know, the, if, if you're looking at the iPhone 8, that's a, that's a two-year, two-generation, three-generation old processor. So this is going to be quicker, more storage, more RAM, all that other stuff. And it'll feel like a newer phone, but it'll look like an older phone. And, and it'll probably be 350 or $400. Do you think they can reach that price point with those specs? Yeah. The, the $400? $400 for sure. $350 would be awesome, but most likely $399. Yeah, they can definitely. I think they yeah. can definitely reach that. The manufacturing of that iPhone 8 is, is there. Assuming it has still has the the glass back, they can make it you know frosted now. So it's a different. It's you know like all of that stuff has been done. They're not manufacturing. It's it's not a new manufacturing process. So those costs are already shaved down to what they're going to be. The chip is made. You know it's there. They just have to pop it in. It's it's yeah. I think that you know they sell the iPhone 11 for 6.99, brand new. Mm -hmm with um, the new design and the notch and all that other stuff and face ID and everything else. So they're, they're using older parts for biometrics and stuff and the screens LCD and that, you know, it's not the new liquid retina. I don't think it will be anyway. So, you know, there, that all that stuff is, is older components and it'll still be good. It'll still be a, a good phone, but it's going to not have the, the kind of the, the newer look and the newer finish of the new ones. And yeah, I think 400 is absolutely, reasonable to expect yeah. i mean they sell the I iphone agree. 8 now for what for 50 500 something mm-hmm. like that so the iphone 8 would probably go go away in apple's product line i would think so yeah the, the the question i have is what about the plus do they keep the iphone 8 plus do they cut the cost of both of them to like 300 bucks mm. or 200 bucks? i don't know so they would get rid of the smaller iphone 8 but we don't know about the plus. what about and but they would keep the iphone x 10R, I almost said XR. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that, that sells really well. If you look at the last year's numbers, that's like the top selling phone. Yeah, it's the top selling phone. Yeah, so I don't think they're going to get rid of that anytime soon. Yeah, th- there's a question. And then there's also a question. There's allegedly four new models. We're going to get to this in a second, but there's allegedly four new iPhone 12s coming out too. So they're going to have a lot of iPhones on their hands. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the iPhone 12. There was a rumor that came out that the camera array will be outfitted with LiDAR. Probably going to be the new buzzword. For people who don't know, LiDAR is a augmented reality technology. Yeah. I think it's funny that it, the, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lowercase i in the acronym, which, which fits into Apple's naming scheme well. <laughs> I, I think one way to put it is that Current AR, when you use it, it is using machine learning through the camera, basically interpreting the image. With a LiDAR sensor, you're, you're actually, like, kind of like Mike said, sending out lasers that are r- mapping out the room. And, it, right. you know, it'll do a lot better towards making AR actually useful because, you know, it's too stuttery and stuff as it is now. And, yeah, I, I think if AR is going to take off the way Apple wants it to, this is what it has been needing because the camera just doesn't enough. Yeah, and I think it's also a stepping stone to the next AR device. 
Right, exactly. You know, totally. we, we've been waiting for glasses or a headset or whatever it is that Apple makes uh, a, a heads-up display in a car, whatever it is that they're coming out with. The, all this technology that we're testing now will play into it. it you know, it's a funny thing because it's like when you use it, it's like, wow, this is cool. And then I never use it. Yeah. <laughs> never. <laughs> so Apple has to figure out, not just Apple, everyone has to figure out how to get this to be ubiquitous. Like VR never worked. Um, it's right. just, you know, it's cool. When I use it, it's cool, but no one's gonna, it's just not, not no one, but it's not gonna reach the level of a phone where everybody has it and everyone's using it. And for these things to take off and to be beneficial to society and profitable and all that other things that you need, you need lots and lots and lots of people to use them. To give you an example of the problems of AR, kind of like you were saying about people using them. Okay, so with the new AirTags, the rumor is, and based on stuff that they've seen in iOS uh, early builds, you know, you're going to be able to use your Find My app, and there's an existing app that already does this. I can't remember it, but basically, the tag or your phone, because the phone has that chip, same chip in it, you'll be able to use like another phone through AR to see the actual location of your phone within a room. And right now, it'll show like balloons floating up where in your room that your I that your AirTag or your iPhone is. But the problem is you can already do that with a sound. Now, it's just great if you're deaf or something, but uh, you know it's a lot easier to find it the same way just by pinging a sound on it. And, and so that's the thing I see with AR is that it's often trying to, it's often providing solutions that have already been answered in other ways and technically simpler ways. The trick with AR is just access, right? I mean, yes. it's not hard to use, but it's hard to use. Do you know what I mean? It's yes, I do. It's it's hard to remember to use. Yeah, yeah. Like it can't work if it's an app. It has to be a thing where it's at your fingertips all right. the time, which is where the glasses and the headset and all that other stuff that they're developing, and or or a heads up display in a car. That's where all of that would turn it from being a, a party trick into something that is just commonplace. And like you know, Google this this, this lidar stuff is the is the is the first step toward getting there, I guess. The thing with Google Maps where, you know, you can use the camera and you can immediately see like the Yelp reviews and everything of all this stuff around you. Yeah. That's really cool in the it app, is cool. but it'd be amazing with glasses. Yeah, and that's, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I mean is it would just, something that's there almost all the time. So. Yeah, I mean, even just the action of holding your phone like a like out in front of you is weird. Mm. You know, like I don't want to walk down the street doing that. I look like an idiot. <laughs> Well, when an iPhone 12 does ship, it'll probably ship with iOS 14. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a bet you can put all your money, everything yes. you own, you can put on that. <laughs> Apple always ships their new iPhones with the latest, with yeah. the newest iOS. And there was a rumor that was posted by a uh, Twitter user named Dongle Book Pro. Hmm. Yes, who has what he claimed are images of iOS 14 wallpaper management screens. And the screens show a new collections menu that uh, you can populate with your own photos and some home screen appearance options. It looked interesting. I didn't know what else to make of it. <laughs> it's, nice it's, hard, it's hard to say when you can only see screenshots and you don't, you don't really use it. It's, yeah, there's also a rumor that um, there's going to be widgets on the home screen. Right, yeah. Like some of the icons are going to be able to be widgety, which that would be interesting. Like widgets on Android are, are eh, I mean, they're they're not great mainly because they're they all look different. They take up too much space. They're they're not all that functional. But if Apple 
worked with, uh, you know, a lot of developers to kind of make just like bigger icons that were interactive and gave you more information. That might be a solution to turning this, this annoying app grid that I've been railing about for the last five years that I hate, <laughs> but actually turning it into something that's like, all right, you know what, this is okay. I don't, I don't mind this now because I can kind of populate things the way I need it. It turns the home screen into something that's not just for hunting apps. It's for, you know, you glance at it and you can see things. Apple has scheduled its worldwide developers conference in June. It's all going to be virtual. It's all going to be online. Yeah, so, it's interesting to see how that all shakes out. Yeah. Are they going to have the normal keynote rigmarole with no audience? Yeah. Are they going to have pre-recorded things? Are they just going to dump a ton of news on us and let us kind of sort through it and say, here's iOS 14, here's iPad OS 14, right. here's watch OS 7 or whatever it is. As a journalist, man, that would be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the keynotes are hard enough to, to get them, but you know, we, like, we have to divide and conquer, but if now we have to read it, understand it, sort through what's important, and then write it, oof, man, that, that's going to be a long day. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah, but that's when we'll get the first look of iOS 14. There was a rumor that came out about the 13-inch MacBook Pro. This was uh, reported by John Prosser of Front Page Tech. He says, quote, if everything goes well, unquote, we should see a new 13-inch MacBook Pro in May. Yeah, that, that sounds right. And he says that like the 16-inch MacBook Pro, the 13-inch MacBook Pro will have a bigger screen, 14 inches. Yeah, it also makes sense. Yep. Yeah, which makes sense. That There's no about. reason to release it at WWDC. We, we already, if it was a 16-inch, sure. But we, we already know what it is. It's a, yeah. it's a 13-inch MacBook Pro with less bezels and, big, and more screen and a very similar footprint, a new keyboard. You know, so what do we what do we need a big uh, celebration for it for? Just yeah, and by it. then it would be, would have been like what seven months. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's you know it's getting a little long in the two. Yeah, I'm a little surprised it's taken this long to be honest. Yeah, I wonder if the manufacturing issues yeah. regarding COVID has something to do with Possibly. that. I, I don't know. And that'll probably be based on the. There's a lot of smoke around that that ARM based A series processors coming to the. Mac, so that could be the last Intel MacBook Pro. Yeah, it's possible because um, you know, we've been waiting for for it for a while, and Apple has been laying the groundwork. And there's a lot of rumors that say they this is it's coming either late this year or early next year. The transition will begin to the new ARM-based processors, and I don't think Apple is going to have some ARM and some Intel. I think it's going to be an all or nothing scenario. Or their whole product line? Or do you mean like... I, th I think all their Macs, yeah. All their Macs, okay. Maybe maybe not the, the $6,000 Mac Pro. They might reserve that because people are going to need... That's different. That's a different use case. Hmm. But all of the consumer, prosumer stuff. I, I mean, I, I would be surprised if they have... Well, the MacBook Pro 16 is Intel, but the MacBook Pro 13 is ARM. Like, that's just confusing. Yeah, no, I think they would keep the Pro stuff, both the MacBook Pros and the iMac Pro and the Mac Pro Intel. I don't know. I don't we'll know. See. We'll see. Maybe come out with a new 12-inch MacBook. I, I don't know. With yeah, our... I think there will be. I think they're holding yeah. that name for something big. Yeah. You know, that kind of, that's that 
that mythic device that we've been waiting for that that brings everything together into a a, a new type of form factor and a new UI and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, John Prosser had another uh, report. This has to do with Apple's headphones. He says that the over-ear headphones that have been rumored, the cans, so to speak, are coming out on WWDC, and that uh, something he called the iPods X are aimed for a fall release. Uh, AirPods X. Oh, AirPods X, I'm sorry, AirPods X. So the AirPods X, he said, are more for sports and running. So I'm guessing yeah. they would have like ear clips? Maybe, I don't know. I mean, the, the like they have the Beats X, which are have a wire in the back they're like not quite power beats mm. but um yeah i don't i don't know i don't know why like why aren't the airpods pro for running like wouldn't that be all right yeah it feels like the product that product line is getting a little more is getting a little convoluted now a, a slightly yeah i mean airpods and airpods pro okay i get that and then another one unless they're like 50 bucks which you know they won't be they'll be a hundred yeah and that, you know, now we're getting like $30 here, $50 there. Like, it's like, it's starting to get a little bit confusing. And and the over-ear headphones, I mean, that's probably, you know. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah people totally people like sense. those studio headphones. That's what Beats made its bread and butter on. Right. I still hold on, hold on hope that each can will have an Apple logo that lights up. <laughs> I, well, I don't know if it'll light up, but I guarantee you there will be one. <laughs> There'll be at least one, probably. <laughs> and then Prosser ended that. A particular tweet with an interesting uh, phrase. He said that the end goal was to phase out beats. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm kicking around an idea for a story about that. I can see it both ways. A nine to five weighed in this morning and said that they heard from sources that that's not the plan. And I'm sure that they did. And I'm sure that's true. That doesn't mean it won't happen at some point. Right. At yeah. some point. Uh, yeah. Um, it's been what three years since they they bought beats. They bought beats for a hefty sum, three point two billion. Right. Uh, the major, the overarching reason was, I believe, Beats Music, which turned into Apple Music. That's true. Or, yeah. You know, it didn't take long, and they 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 needed that foundation, and they got it, and they got Dr. Dre and Trent Reznor along with it, and a and a, and a real splashy brand for Apple. It was, you know, it was almost like they were buying their own version of themselves in the headphone yeah. market. I mean, it was very popular, very, very trendy. And I don't think that's the case anymore. Yes, Beats are still Beats and people know who they are. They're not what they were. Right. Yeah, I agree. And AirPods are, you know, AirPods are the thing now. So Apple is clearly leveraging that purchase and making, you know, using it to, to accelerate its own headphone market. And once these studio headphones come out, and I absolutely believe they will, what is the point of Beats? I mean, now they even have Lightning connectors. Like they're becoming Apple products. So what is like? Are there Android people that still buy the newest Beats? I don't know. I don't know how many people who aren't in invested in Apple look at Beats and say anymore don't yeah. see Apple. Yeah. So I, I wonder, and I might be running about it. <laughs> If I can find time, I do have thoughts. Well, that just about does it for this week's episode of the <laughs> Macworld Podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes through SoundCloud or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, 
Email us at podcast at macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter. That's at Macworld on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time. Thank you.